This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Welcome to another horrific shooting uh, yesterday in San Bernardino, California. And, I mean, uh, we finally, finally last night, found out who the suspects were, uh, who the perpetrators of this heinous crime were, uh, this terrorist act. And it was uh, two Muslims. And, uh, I mean, that doesn't mean anything, there's, of course. That doesn't no, mean anything. There's nothing Muslim about this, could have been, you know it. Right. It could have been Presbyterians. You know what I mean? Could have been. Could have been. And it wasn't. It, it wasn't, but it, just, it could have been. Could have been Methodists yeah. or oh, Mormons, man. Catholics. Uh, you know, could, it couldn't have been atheists. They never do this stuff. Could not have been atheists. But it could have been anybody else who has religion in their life. Uh, it's the only motivation for violence, Pat. Religion. Uh, religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hate. Uh, yes. And uh, income inequality. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. I'll throw that one in, too. Uh, that was the uh, scene. There you go. Uh, yesterday. It was not, uh, not pleasant. And um, really, uh, it is crazy to see how the world reacts to these things now. Immediately, the press is saying, oh, well, it's close to a Planned Parenthood. It's only like a mile away from a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> so Could ridiculous. it be related? Uh, no, could not be related. No. You don't shoot a building up a mile away from the building that you're targeting. That's not. You know what works. I think I'm going to do is uh, shoot up a building a mile from my target, and I think they'll. You know what I like? I like them to put some thought into what the connection may be. <laughs> that'll that'll get them to think. Um, no, and I, so uh, no, so I, no, I don't. I don't think so. Then it was, this must be uh, a white person, uh, must be a mm-hmm. Christian well, NRA we were, we member. We were told guaranteed it were, they were white people mm-hmm. at first, right? Wasn't there a news report that uh, we don't know who the suspects are, but they are, in fact, white? And then the, the 911 footage, uh, the, the police banter says specifically dark-skinned male. Right. Yeah, I don't know that it was a report. I know that, it, I mean, an actual, from an actual news person. But we did hear that, or at least read it on some social media sites. Yeah, about the white person. Report, yeah, because they were. That was when we were still thinking it was part of the golf course. Yeah. Then on really the are. daily on the daily cost, somebody posted that uh, you know something about don't don't you right wing kooks ever get tired? You're shooting up another <laughs> right. place or whatever. 
Yes, okay, these were Tea Party members, these two Muslims who shot up a Christmas party. They were they were Tea Partiers, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, my gosh. We're going to find out these guys are like Blaze subscribers. Yeah. Uh, Big-time National Review readers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that's a oh, big yeah. one. Be They've on been that. to every event, every summer event we've ever done, mm -hmm. starting with Washington, D.C. They went to Israel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just big-time pro-Israel people. Uh, that, and then they, you know, had to do this because of the pro-Israel stance of the local, uh, what was it, business tax authority or whatever the, heck the, the actual yeah. building was. I mean, think about this, you know, um, you're working at a job in which you're not, it's not like you're working um, at a place where the media tells you all the time there's going to be shootings. Like if you're working at a Planned Parenthood shooting, certainly does not by any means excuse anyone who would ever do this. You're a horrible, horrible person. You don't help the movement. You hurt it. All the things need to be said as far as awful people who try to execute um, uh, abortion workers. It's terrible. That being said, uh, you, you have this situation where uh, if you work there, like if we work at talk radio, uh, we are threatened all the time. You at least have it in the back of your mind, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we've, we've dealt with so many threats here. And I'm sure the same thing is, uh, partial, is part of the lives of a Planned Parenthood uh, worker because of the, what the media tells them. I mean, yes, there's been eight people who've been uh, killed by uh, pro-life, the pro-life movement maximum since 1977. It's a little bit different than, I mean, you know, Islamic uh, extremists seemingly did this yesterday times two uh, in just one, one afternoon. Um, but at least it's in your head. You're working at a government building at a Christmas party. Um, you know, you're, you're in the same, I don't know what happened to the mental health facility. That was the initial uh, reports. Mm -hmm. Is that where it was? But like, you're, you're not in a controversial line of work. You're not, you, it, this shouldn't even cross your mind. And for they, this to happen is really tragic. They also use the word, it's a social services building. Over and over and over. And, like, and I think they were trying to create the impression that, okay, maybe somebody shot it up because they're pissed off about, you know, government programs. That's, in fact, that's, right. that's the idea I got is that they're trying to allude to the fact that, okay, this is probably some extremist on the right because he doesn't like government programs then. I mean, they were trying desperately to tie in the right in any way they possibly could, and they can't do it because it turns out uh, two Muslims did this. Uh, Saeed Farouk. And uh, Tashfeen, what is uh, Tashfeen's last name? I'm not seeing her name Tur here. Tariq? Uh, Malik. Malik. Tashfeen Malik. He's tw he was 28, she was 27. We lost him. We lost him last night. Um, let's take a moment. All right, that's enough time. To, uh, Wait, I didn't have the chance yeah, to. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Um, but I wanted to make sure. Uh, yeah, I know. The... What these two uh, wonderful people did was <laughs> he apparently left the Christmas party and went home, picked up his wife, their baby daughter, now, you can't take your baby to a shooting, right? Well, I mean, they're not irresponsible people. No. They dropped him off at grandma, they dropped the baby off at grandma's house. The tactical baby yeah. Yeah, yeah. holder hadn't arrived right. in the mail. Right, so they had to uh, take the baby because yeah. the holder, as Jeffy right. pointed out, didn't come. <laughs> like the, what, was the, what are those things called? Yeah, the, that's what I was trying to think. What the, you know, the ones that you strap them onto your chest? What mm -hmm. the heck, is, what's that name? Papoose? <laughs> what is it? Well, is it a papoose? I don't know. That's not what I was looking for. Oh, the baby Bjorn. That's what I was looking for. Baby Bjorn? Baby Bjorn. <laughs> uh, you have this thing. It's like a backpack, except it's in the front. Mm -hmm. And you put the kid in there, and the head faces your, your yeah. chest. Mm -hmm. um, and then you wear it around like an idiot. Um, but the but it doesn't yeah. I mean, hurt your back. The one that hadn't arrived. That one, yeah. It wasn't, the armored one had not arrived. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to. So they were forced into using grandma, and so they stop off at grandma's <laughs> house on the way back. And they say, hey, we're going to a dentist appointment. Can you watch her for a while? Sure, yeah. 
and then they go and kill 14 people and injure 17 others yeah, and, and die themselves. The, the Islam, even the wow, Islamic extremists man. cared about babies' lives, uh, yeah. unlike Democrats, who don't, apparently. Um, interesting side-by-side uh, -side there. However, I guess really the something. idea here is that uh, you know this is not um, uh, the type of thing that lends itself to uh, easy sort of categorizing of uh, horrible white NRA members. And so, I mean, I must have listened to 15 minutes of Chris Cuomo this morning. You know, you know, look, that's <clears throat> it's torture. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you might as well put me in uh, Abu Ghraib and, mm -hmm. and torture me for hours. Um, you know, it was, it was tough. I'm not However, opposed to that. What? I'm not opposed to that. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, just to see how well you do. I, I mean, just not, as a scientific experiment. Would not do well. <laughs> I only lifted 15 minutes to Chris Cuomo. But Chris Cuomo, through multiple <laughs> interviews, through news stories back and forth, and there was other people on the shows, too, which I don't know who they are. Um, but bottom line is, I never heard either one of these suspects' names. How is that possible? Mm. The, the big complaint I have, even more than the bias against uh, you know, uh, conservatives or Tea Party members, this initial jump to it must be a right winger sort of thing. Even more than that, the frustrating thing with the media is how they promote these people and their ideologies and how they make them into these cult heroes that people go out and they try to emulate later on. We've seen many reports of, of people who have specifically said, I wanted to beat this person who only killed 18. Um, and here we are with uh, with them constantly promoting these names, constantly putting these people's uh, faces in front of you on television. Not these guys. These guys, it's like, oh, well, a couple shooters in San Bernardino. The San Bernardino shootings. It's never the names. Uh, you know, and it's, it, it's kind of, it, it is sort of irritating. It's like, we just be consistent. And then I guess that's never going to happen. I don't know why I keep bothering <laughs> It's never going to happen. It really isn't. You need to just let go of that. Let one. go of that one. Let's do. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Uh, you know, it was a uh, it was a wise singer who once said, "Let it go, let it go." And I fortunately don't remember any more of the songs. Oh, so. I hear those I words every yeah, day. Still, Ainsley sings oh, all geez. the time. Oh, good golly, that song. I mean, this is a little off topic, but uh, <laughs> that is that maybe one of the biggest hits of all time because Question. at least as far as as airplay as amount of times other people sing it she sings it you hear it from there i mean you can't get away from it you just can't get away from um, it yeah well to the point that uh, ainsley has a magic wand uh, and the magic wand is set up that not if you press a button something happens if you move um, it if you move it yeah. it sings let it go there you go. for like 30 seconds by adina menzel or is yes. it yes. Oh, okay wow it's oh, like yeah, let, it go, sure. let it go and it's, oh. and it just so it's sitting on the table and she shakes it and it goes off and then she's just sitting there and then she like you know she loses you know attention she's looking at something else and she just moves her arm down and let it go and she then it brings it back to her again then she does it 10 more times what's really good about those mm. toys is that when you decide hey they're not paying attention to it I'll just move it out of sight. But you can't. Because a lot of those kids, out of sight, out of mind. I'll just good. snap it in half. Yeah. And <laughs> throw it in the garbage. When you go to hide it, <laughs> it starts singing. It's yeah, agonizing. That's, that is the good it's thing about agonizing. it. agonizing. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. All right. Uh, the San Bernardino suspect's father. I mean, I guess we can stop calling him a suspect. He's, you know, he was pretty, I mean, he did it, right? And he got killed for it. Um, but his dad says he was very religious. He's Muslim. Uh, New York Daily News interviewed the father of Farouk, and uh, the father said, I haven't heard anything. 
He said he was very religious. He would go to work, come back, go to pray, come back. He's Muslim. Farouk's brother-in-law was in shock over what happened. I have no idea why he would do that, why he would do something like this. I have absolutely no idea. I'm in shock myself. Uh, but he doesn't seem to know. It's kind of interesting because the brother-in-law doesn't seem to know if he was religious or not. Well, wait, he was married to your sister, right? You, the two of them came back from Saudi Arabia together, married, and uh, the dad knows, and the dad's not even around him, but he knows that he was very religious, but you don't? All right. Uh, meanwhile, the New York Daily News. Do we, have a, do we have the photo of this? Do we have the front page of the New York Daily News? This is as despicable oh. coverage as, as probably I've ever seen. It really is. And, and there it is. God isn't fixing this. As latest batch of innocent Americans are left dying in blood, pools of blood, cowards who could truly end gun scourge continue to hide behind meaningless platitudes. And those meaningless platitudes to which they refer are Ted Cruz saying our prayers are with the victims. Dr. Rand Paul saying my thoughts and prayers are with the victims, families, and brave first responders. Lindsey Graham saying the same thing and Paul Ryan. Uh, and none of them are, you know, I guess it's fruitless. These are just meaningless platitudes to try to pray for the families and, and the victims because God isn't fixing this. Yeah, by uh, the way, uh, Obama despicable. did say his prayers were with the victims today. Um, now, <laughs> Obama did not engage in this, uh, uh, this sort of thing, although every, every left-wing celebrity that you can find on, on the Internet was tweeting about how they don't freaking, you know, uh, you know, it's stupid. Stop, stop praying. Your praying doesn't do anything, you morons. Uh, that was very mm. prominent uh, on social media yesterday. Um, and, you know, look, it's funny to see them coalesce around that, of all things. Uh, you know, hey, man, these, hopefully now everyone's going to side with us since we're anti-prayer. Um, but it's, uh, the other part about it that's so offensive is the, the so, the stupidity of the daily news look because look at this cover one more time yes the whole prayer thing uh you know god isn't fixing this is really offensive uh, meaningless platitudes is really offensive but maybe the dumbest part of it is people cowards who could truly end the gun scourge no they can't you can there is no way to end the gun scourge now again First of all, there's a Second Amendment. But you could go through and maybe repeal the Second Amendment and take those guns away. Uh, good luck with that. Good luck with it. But certainly Paul Ryan can't do it for you. Now, let's just say they could get rid of the Second Amendment. Uh, good luck taking back the 300 million guns around the country. See how that goes for you. It would be an interesting afternoon, I can promise you that. Um, and even if you were to do get rid of two-thirds of them let's just say you get rid of 200 million guns there's still a hundred million guns i, I love <laughs> it's so I, dumb I, I i love that the fact that the same people who say we can't we can't deport all 11 million yeah. <laughs> illegals here are the same ones who believe we can get all guns out of america oh god it would be much get all the guns off the street of really try million. that because at Try least that. people are people-sized. <laughs> Guns are small. Yeah. Uh, and and there, there's going to be a little bit of resistance and to sh that. Shockingly, you're gonna, this is going to be an interesting uh, thing, I think, for you, Pat, to understand. Because you, 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 know, you, don't, you don't get this. But there's no constitutional right to guarantee you being here illegally. There is a constitutional right for you to be able to bear arms. <laughs> right. So it would be right. doubly impossible 
Um, it's so ridiculous. And uh, oh, man. the idea that, um, you know, the, the, the question was phrased nicely from Chris Cuomo this morning when he said, do you believe you're one law away from this <laughs> not happening again? One law, because that's what—that's how they think. If we just pass background checks, this would never happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe it would happen occasionally, but we would cut way back down. None of these incidents would have been prevented by background checks. And it's in None California where they already have they it. They already have. The, the ultimate dream of the Obama administration was to, would be to make the country look like California as far as gun laws. Mm-hmm. He couldn't possibly hope to achieve more than that. And yet these, this incident happened in San Bernardino. And he's asking that of the Republican mayor of San Bernardino, by the way, who fortunately didn't play that game. He is a Republican. Yeah, he is. Mm. And he did not play the game. No. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. You know, there's something that uh, we really like and and, have been talking about for a while. It's it's a, a game where hundreds of historical facts are featured. It's a family game. It's called Historical Conquest, a journey through time. And it uses real historical figures and uh, some really interesting ones. Of course, you've got all the ones that you know, like George Washington, Nikola Tesla, the Knights Templar, and a lot more. But they also have people that you may not know, like Colonel James Barrett. He was the guy who recorded the very first shot at Concord uh, against the British and uh, helped helped the Americans to to win that battle. He yeah. started the war. He actually started the Revolutionary <laughs> well, the shot War. Uh, heard around the, the world, of course, yep. Battle of Lexington, uh, which is one of the cards I have here. Oh, an interesting thing about this is as you talk about it, you're able to uh, discuss uh, with your kids why they were fighting. You know, an interesting thing is why they were fighting, because your kids might be on social media and be saying, hey, well, first of all, God is, can't help us. And second of all, uh, all these guns, just, that's the problem. They're going to be hearing that from everyone. They've all, you're sitting around playing a game like this, which they're going to have fun doing. It's not, like a, it's not like they're at school. This is a fun game that you can play with your kids. Right. And you explain to them, hey, there's a reason why these guys fought for this. And one of the big reasons was they believed God could fix it. And the other reason, one of the other things, they made it the Second Amendment was, uh, was uh, the right to be able to protect yourself. Those two things were crucial. And one of the reasons why this country even exists in the first place. Um, and it's that sort of conversation I think you can get into with your kids as you go through and you play. It does, as they say, bring history to life. You've convinced me. How do I get it? Well, you how do I get it? Bringhistorytolife.com is how you get it. Okay. Go there. Now, Blaze viewers are going to receive. Are you a Blaze viewer? No, yes. Okay, good, good. So good. what do I receive? You get an extra 10% off. Holy mm-hmm. cow. Fun, educational, wow. great Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Bringhistorytolife.com. Go there now. Bringhistorytolife.com. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. So we do have some updates here. Yeah, some um, breaking news coming in on this uh, shooter. We kind of discussed this on radio a little bit in that. Um, we, I think we may have done this mainly off the air, though. Uh, we talked about off the air um, 
if there actually was any evidence that this was a Islamic extremist attack. And I know that sounds stupid because we, we do know that they're uh, Muslim. We know a lot of, about their lives where they were devout. He went over to Saudi Arabia, brought back a bride. No one Could have all been coming. coincidence, it, though. And right, something like, may have happened at that party that just pissed him off so much he bought tactical clothing, tactical weapons, right. and came back with his wife, who also dressed in tactical clothing and had tactical weapons, and then, and you know, bomb. Uh, remote control bombs and 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 just pissed off and just they just they brought it all back and, but, and used it. To, but if you want to, and I know you're, you're totally right. Obviously, you know, it's the way total coincidence. It's certainly the way I thought about it. But right. just just to draw the mm -hmm. possibility, there were some other sort of outlying strange things. Obviously, mm -hmm. if if he had a problem with these, like the person who shot the uh, woman behind the camera had a problem with his work over multiple years, so he could mm -hmm. have been planning to take down this work establishment for a long time. Sure. Then just make the decision at the party. Right. Um, and beyond that, after, you know, with the Islamic extremist, you think you're going you're gonna to kill a bunch of people. And if you're going to leave and you get away, you're going to go kill more people, typically, um, or at least to have other targets. Mm -hmm. Now, I, the belief that we kind of talked about was that he, he was depending on these explosives to go off. Um, to potentially either distract police to get away or to kill more police. We don't know exactly because they didn't go off. Um, bottom line was it's, everything indicated it was Islamic extremism, but we didn't have the reports of people saying they came in and they said Allah Akbar. We didn't mm -hmm. have that yet. Yeah. We have that first thing now, which is San, uh, San Bernardino shooter, shooter uh, Saeed Farouk was in touch over the phone and social media with more than one international terrorism subject who the FBI was already investigating. Um, it appears that Farouk was radicalized, which contributed to his motive, uh, though other things like workplace grievances may also have played a role, other law enforcement sources said. Now, which is interesting because an hour ago, the president of the United States did a press conference, and he was asked whether it was going to be terrorism, and he was talking about whether it was workplace violence or terrorism, and he, he made it very broad. Is it possible that an hour ago no, the president didn't know this information, but no, CNN not. has it right now? No, it is not. It's, it's not, not possible. possible. It's not possible. Is the, the guy's a, a bald-faced liar. He's a bald-faced lying sack of crap. And that's just all there is to it. I mean, I'm so sick of it. I just can't take it But wait, don't right say now. that about our president. That he's a bald-faced lying sack of crap? No, don't. Why? Don't. See, you can't even come up with a reason not to. That was as hard as a fight as okay. I had on that All right. one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is what he does. Now, look, there, he could say that there's reasons why he doesn't want to jump to conclusions, no. although he jumps to conclusions Sorry, every other time. time. Yeah, every oh, time. There was speculation yesterday on that, too, when his name was released first, and mm -hmm. it was uh, by accident on the police wire, uh, you know, saying that uh, um, the FBI had come on board so fast. That they were uh, there. Some of the experts were saying that uh, it's surprising the FBI was so fast. It must have been that some sort of watch list yeah. that they were a part of, and nobody. They didn't talk about that. I didn't see anything about that at all. About uh, them being. Then it turns out he anything. probably was being watched by the yeah. FBI. Yeah. So that's or why they're involved. Or at least someone was. And then, and then, you know, they still have the nerve this morning as I'm driving in to claim that the FBI is investigating this as a workplace violence incident. I mean, Are we go where really? the evidence leads us, Pat. Really? You had the evidence. You knew what the deal was. You got the guy's name. You've already seen his tweets, and, and you've got a record of his phone calls, and you already know who he is. Come on. They probably know what he did in Saudi Arabia. They probably have tapes of it. 
I mean, it, it's just so ridiculous, the lies that are being told to us. I'm really tired of it. Whereas we heard from Alex Jones, though, already that this is a false flag. It just didn't, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It didn't happen. They actually did Wait, that. Another false flag. Well, it's suspicious at this point. It's suspicious. It's suspicious. Uh, has he not officially declared it a false flag? Jeff, you want to check and see if, if he hasn't? So if I, he hasn't, I, you know we will. I saw people <laughs> tweeting about his uh, yesterday. Because it was interesting because Donald Trump had just gone on the show. Yeah, that's oh, um, gosh, which that's I, I think now Ron Paul Ooh. went on a show. I think Rand Paul has gone on a show before. Uh, but most politicians will avoid. No self-respecting politician. I would advise against it, certainly. Goes on that show. Yes. Um, but, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he uh, apparently went on that show, and hours later they were propagating a, this is a false flag. Uh, Everything is. Theory. Every. Everything is. The one truth in the world of Alex Jones is there are no flags. They're all <laughs> false flags. They're all false. Uh, well, there is a, I don't know that, what, if he's saying it is or not, but uh, the Alex Jones channel has a YouTube link up to was San Bernardino shooting a false flag? <laughs> Every, That's Every not the one time. I saw. The one I saw oh said God. it was, uh, this is looking suspicious. <laughs> it was that type of thing. Did you get a lot of this on your Facebook yesterday? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And and people wondering, why can't you guys just get along with Alex Jones? Because he's a nutcase. Okay, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Um, and he's also fact, not a conservative. Right? He's not a conservative issue, but he's not a conservative. He's he's a conspiracy. Well, he's really the founder. I think he's the founder and the father of the nine eleven conspiracy. That George W. Bush is responsible for 9-11. Ask him. Ask him. Listen to him. I mean, he talks about this kind of stuff all the time. Anyway, everything to him is a conspiracy. Literally everything. So when you start going down that rabbit hole with him, uh, it just leads to the other side of the planet because the kid just keeps going down that hole. One hole leads to another until you pop out the other side in China and then you <laughs> fall off the earth. <laughs> that's, that's how deep his conspiracy theories are. Uh, all right, triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patents to us coming up in a sec. Seven two seven back, patents too, and it's December third. Look at that! Look at that beautiful Christmas tree in the background. It's it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go, and even sounded. There's sleigh bells uh, jingling and jangling. There you go. It's a beautiful time mm. of year, isn't it? Great. Yeah. A little nip in the air. Yeah, no, it's great. Even here in Dallas, Texas, it's awesome. Mm. The problem is, college football basically over. Except for a couple of bowl I games. Know. I mean, well, we got championship games this week, but I don't care about them. Uh, this is where I start to get interested in college football, honestly. I know because I don't have a team like you. Yeah. So I, I, I like watching the tournament and stuff now. Now that there's an actual playoff. Yeah. Like this week. Uh, yeah, but I don't an, care about the teams involved in it. 
Still, you're going to watch it because they're the I'm playoffs. Not gonna, I'm probably game. not going to. Oh, yeah. No, you are. You no, know I'm you not are. going no, yes, to. Yes, you are. You know you I'm going to watch one game, and it is the uh, Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl. What? Uh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't That's know what game. Royal Purple is. That's the game. But that, the Las uh, Vegas Bowl is yeah. the game that BYU will be the Royal, involved that, in. The Royal. That's the toilet flush stuff, right? Who they, is it? I don't know. Probably, probably. I don't know what it is. Who are they playing? Don't know yet. It'll be a Pac-12 opponent. Perhaps. And this would be so awesome. Uh, possibly Utah. Possibly Utah. Mm, that would be fun. Did you play them already this year? No. Oh. No. We uh, Last well, year right, and this year. That's right, because you only got three losses this year. It would have been four <laughs> against Utah. Don't make me come over there and just beat you <laughs> dead. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. Uh, but I like it because there's essentially a playoff game this weekend, which is, uh, isn't it this weekend, the Michigan State uh, game? Which Yeah, Michigan is, State uh, against uh, Iowa, which Iowa. is essentially a playoff game. Whoever wins right. that game is definitely in. Oklahoma's definitely in. <coughs> so then you have two other yeah, slots. because the Big 12 dropped their championship game. But mm-hmm. Crap. Yeah. It sucks that the, oh, the Big 12 got in because that hurts BYU's chances to get I into know. the Big 12. But what you were saying. Then you have uh, uh, third. You have uh, Alabama plays uh, Florida and North Carolina. Plays Whenever Clemson. that goes in, uh, not necessarily. If Alabama probably, wins, in. Yeah. and if Clemson wins, they're in. But yes. then if if those either one of those two loses, it gets really complicated because it's possible North Carolina could get in, although it's unlikely. Stanford could sneak in. There's a bunch of teams that actually could sneak in. Ohio yeah. State could get back in the mix. So it gets kind of interesting for me now. Like at the beginning of the season, it's like eh. I don't care. I, I just, you know, I am that, that guy who just wants to see Alabama lose, though, at this point. I mean, really? it just, it, it doesn't matter what they do. They, it, every, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they can lose. I swear that team could the- go 0-12 and still make the Final Four. <laughs> they could lose by 80 points to every team in the country and still I'd be like, all right, well, well Alabama, but they're well, in the SEC. Really true, is it? you got to understand it. They're in the <laughs> SEC. Yes, they went 0-80. But, you know, we got to put them in there. That's not really true, is it? They lose one game, and they lose it to a good team, which gives them more points because that team goes on and beats a bunch of other teams. They, I mean, they obviously play well. But, again, they, they, what is it, two years in a row, they've played pretty poorly down Why the stretch here. They, you know, they did not obviously win it last year no. uh, or the year before. Right. right. Um, so, I mean, but, again, I just I feel like. What is just, your problem? Listen to Mr. SEC Homer over there. <laughs> Jeez. This is a Mr. SEC apologist. Like they need another one. Shut it's up. It's not an SEC apologist. Shut I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and then we still have the NFL season where yeah, the Packers have lost like four out of five. So I got that going for me. <laughs> hey, the Eagles are four and seven. Uh, and That's you got nice. that going I for you. Second like place, though, right? Uh, so. yeah, it's one game out. One game out of first. So that is, uh, I do hold on to it's that. It's been still. a weird year for football. It really has. A, a lot of. Uh, a lot of teams that you didn't think could uh, could win uh, win games they you wouldn't believe in a million years they'd win. Other other times they lose, and then the next week they'll lose to somebody crappy. Yeah, uh, it's been a weird year. Another thing that's been odd are teams that started out and it looked like this was not their year, complete disasters. Yeah, uh, Houston for one, Kansas mm-hmm. City another. At some level, Detroit even. Yeah, that, that looked like they yeah. were just completely. And Detroit's not going to make the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, they snap into gear. All of a sudden, snap into gear, and they're really good. Opposite for teams like I hate to say this for poor Keith Malinak, but like Atlanta, who starts out six right. and one, five and zero. Oh, Same with Pack. And now they can't win any games. Packers all of a sudden can't score any points. Yeah. The Eagles, I mean, you know, for for they weren't playing well all year, but still they were above five hundred or right at five hundred, right? Yeah. The, yes, they were three and three. And they what were, are they now? Four and seven. Four and seven. 
four and seven. It's probably not ideal. But the Sam Bradford parade is coming back this weekend, so should, oh, is he? we should be all set. Oh, well, you're, you're fine. <laughs> should be all you're set. Fine. Oh, you know, look at this color. I mean, Clemson and Iowa are the only two undefeated teams left. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So they got to be in, right? If Iowa beats Michigan State, which They're I hope in. they do and not. If Clemson I don't know, has to beat that's North Carolina. That's going to be a tough game. And here's why. Let me, let me tell you how my, how, how my complicated thinking yeah, works Carolina's in football. Because BYU beat Nebraska, who beat Michigan State, I now want them to beat Iowa. Right? I mean, that's how it works in right. college football. No, the in the pros, you don't you have to worry points. about any of that. Not you don't following. Have, you want, you're not you following? You want the teams no. that you beat you want to, the teams? to win. Yes. Which is a weird incentive. Well, it's not because it all factors into. Well, I mean, it's too late now. But if they were, you know, if they if they were eleven and one, and there was a chance that they could go to a New Year's Six bowl game, all of that kind of stuff helps them with yes. strength of schedule and whatever. It all factors in, and that's part of the problem and the charm of the college football game. Because I mean, this year's going to be a tough year. I mean, I hate to see Missouri go to a bowl game at five and seven, but uh, the possibility is there. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to let some five and sevens into the bowls because they. You know what that tells me? Too many. Bowls. Way too many bowls. That's Way exactly too is. many bowl games. Yeah, those aren't bowls. Some of them need to go away. <laughs> they're, they're I think about lop ten off like, like, the schedule. The bottom line is you have the playoff and of course the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl. But outside <laughs> yeah, of that, outside of those. I'm not really that interested. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you won't be watching the Royal Purple oh. Las Vegas Bowl. Tell me. The only on. thing, it's so funny because if it's BYU Utah, reason, yeah, you have to. Come on. Oh, I, you have I mean, to. You, I can't even describe to you how little I personally care <laughs> Come on. about if BYU or Utah with That's not true. However, because right? of Pat, who has now sucked right? me into caring, I, I mean, I was like on my phone, just like I'm like, look, what's that BYU score? And like, I, I you know, you, you know, sometimes you click in the wrong place and it won't bring you the score. I'm yeah. getting angry. I'm like, where is this stupid thing? And then I realize you don't care. Why do I care about this? <laughs> Funny. And this year was the first year that I actually I would be walking around the house going, "Oh crap, BYU's on." Yeah, it I is. I've, I've heard that from a lot yeah, of people, so I'm spreading the gospel, man. You I'm are spreading the BYU gospel. Can we talk for a minute You're about welcome. the uh, the the brutal? Way, I mean, we're talking a lot about uh, violence today. What about the brutal wave of Mormon violence? We've I just seen, saw it. Right? I, I just recently. I saw it for the first time when you sent it to me. <laughs> I, that was blatant. Well, we had the we had the. Um, they were trying to say, well. what? What ha- go ahead because there was a fight. Remember the huge fight last year with BYU with uh, Memphis with Memphis after yeah. their bowl game. After their bowl game, yeah, uh, that was a big deal. Yeah, and then now there's a BYU uh, player who seemingly punches a guy in the middle oh, yeah. of the game as hard as he can <laughs> <laughs> in basketball. In this basketball. is basketball. Yeah, game. In basketball. yeah, he's coming down. He's coming down the court, and there's a, a Cougar standing right on the baseline, and he swings his left hand really awkwardly. I mean, that is a Mormon punch if I've ever seen it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like that, and the guy just goes down. I think it. I think it was a little bit of an acting job, but he was blatantly hitting the guy in the stomach for no apparent reason. I don't know what transpired before that, but it looks pretty bad. What is in the Kool Aid? I, I don't know, man. Because then there was a viral video being passed around from the football team when they played uh, Utah State, where supposedly one of our linebackers punched a uh and a Utah State Aggie in the stomach which didn't really happen he was trying to dislodge the football oh of course and even their it's coach an excuse, right no, I mean, that's, uh, even their coach you know uh, look this guy yeah sure did he looked radicalized but he probably was a well-meaning <laughs> uh, <laughs> member of the community I yeah think we can say that exactly it's almost identical these two stories all right so perhaps we should actually talk about uh you know something uh yeah, I think probably cares too, about. let's go on to uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the uh, let's go to the this bad news uh, bears segment here. 
Uh, because we have um, the Euro uh, Parliament uh, is now saying that Christians are not safe on the continent. <laughs> but just their continent. They're not saying any continent. They're saying just on that continent. Uh, Martin hmm. Schultz said he persecutions of Christians is uh, undervalued and does not receive enough attention. Uh, and he also said that it has not been properly addressed. Not is, safe in our continent. Just the continent. Though. <laughs> like okay, Antarctica? So they're they're fine, there. fine there. They're fine. Just not in Europe. What about the African continent? I think they're probably at least kind of okay occasionally mm, Depending there. on what part. Well, not there. But not, but not, not there, there or Asia right. or South America <laughs> or North America. Wow. But Antarctica, it's completely safe for Christians. So they got a place? Except for the global warming. Oh, yeah. Mm, so. When the ice melts, they're going to all drown, right. which is probably ideal for some of these people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're making this up. But in Wednesday's meeting, EP President Martin Schultz, said the persecution of, uh, of Chris Christians is undervalued and does not receive enough attention, and that's it hasn't been properly addressed. Um, warned that Europe sometimes falls into the temptation of thinking we can ignore the task. Yeah, uh, like sometimes, like every time. <laughs> I mean, every time there's a genocide, Europe thinks they can ignore the task, right? And then we have to ride to the rescue mm -hmm. and save their butts. Uh, speaker cited the work of Open Doors, a human rights organization that monitors persecution of Christians. 150 million Christians worldwide suffer torture, rape, and arbitrary imprisonment. 150 million? Christians in Iraq, Somalia, Syria, Pakistan, North Korea, Nigeria are among the hardest hit. Open Doors' report for 2015 found that Islamic extremism is by far the most significant persecution engine of Christians in the world today. And that 40 of 50 countries on the World Watch list are affected by that kind of persecution. 40 of the 50 countries where Christians are being persecuted, they're being persecuted by Muslims. But that, that has again, nothing to do with Islam. Countries. What's that, 80 percent? That's ha! it. I mean, okay. Um, if yeah. you want to get all carried away with your Islamism... Mm, so Whatever. Typical, so typical. Uh, they also uh, update on our immigration situation as it kind of relates oh, to this. Oh, it's fixed. Uh, we're up to now three, three, count them, three criminal illegal immigrants are roaming free in the United States. Three. Three? Three of them. So well, we don't, and we don't know where they are. Uh, it is three plus 169,997. So other than that, the three is is so you're saying accurate. there's 170,000 criminals that are illegal immigrants? 179,000. So it's 178,997 oh. plus three, hmm. making the total 179,000 illegal, hmm. illegal immigrants. Is that a Convicted problem? of committing crimes, including violent ones, roaming free in the U.S. And, how, I mean, there's only one way to attack a problem like that. It's difficult to, to attack. I mean, 179,000 is a lot mm -hmm. of people. Right. Probably the best way to attack it is to spend $150 million on private villas and flat-screen TVs in Afghanistan. Finally. I mean, that's kind of the Finally, way you want to make sure. the groundbreaking, think-out-of-the-box right. attitude that we need, to. Because a lot of people would say, wait a minute, why don't you take mm -hmm. that money and spend it on controlling your borders? No, that's stupid. But a better way to do it is, like, what about, you know, because sometimes TVs can mm -hmm. get so bulky. Yeah. And, uh, you know, private villas, you know, it, they're private, but they're not exactly huge all the time. Mm -hmm. So you don't want that, that floor space to be lost with a Correct. normal TV. You get a flat screen in there, get the private villa going, and then you can, you know, I mean, at least the people who are working for the government will have their heads and, and bodies soothed by the comfort. And, and then we'll be able to come back and fight hard against illegal immigration. Right. Uh, right. Right? Uh, yeah, it's sort yes. Mm -hmm. I, I think that. I think that's good. At least that's what 
That's how the government's addressing it. <laughs> the Pentagon task force spent $150 million for a handful of employees to stay in lavish Afghan villas where they demanded three-star dining services, queen-size bed, uh, flat-screen TVs, like Stu mentioned, DVD players, miniature refrigerators, among other luxuries. Pentagon contractors who witnessed the activity disclosed it to the inspector general, which launched an investigation to, deter to determine why the task force was permitted to spend about 20% of its budget on these living conditions. You know, we're, we're, how many ways do we get bilked of our taxpayer oh dollars? God. I mean, every day there's a story like that. We ignore most of them. But every day there's bunches of stories just like this about yep. government waste. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they have $16, 17000000000000 trillion coming in a year. I bet you 12 of it is wasted. $12 trillion, not $12. <laughs> I mean, no wonder we're in the shape we're in. They just—they don't care. They don't—they don't check. They don't. There's no accountability. Mm. I mean, this is—it's—it's it's a fourth-grade government that we're running. It's not uh, good. It's probably it's, fair. It's not good. More patents too coming up in a sec. You know, the first question I would ask. Yes, Jeff. Are there really lavish Afghan villas? I know it's, oh. uh, that was my thought too, but. I ignored it because I mean, I it get, says I, there are. I get so. it. I'm an American elitist. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luxurious for Afghanistan, I think, is the... <laughs> <laughs> luxurious once we fix them with $150 right. million worth of television Okay. All right. Whatever. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Welcome uh, to Pat and Stu. By the way, Pat, really quick, we're getting updates mm -hmm. on this. Uh, this. Uh, oh, we got another one. Yeah, this one. Uh, they're calling it an IED factory that they had at their home. Uh, they're they're saying it was, that's how bad it was. Oh, I, you're kidding. And they did leave explosive devices, hopefully to I guess uh, blow up the police as they arrived. The workplace violence uh, thing is dead. Okay, it's dead. It's over. On, is it to Barack Obama, though? Because oh, I'm sure it's not. Like an hour and a half ago, he said it was maybe workplace violence. Yeah, I mean, it's not right? to say that, like, you know, you're an extremist Muslim. You're going to pick infidels to kill. You pick the ones you really hate at work. I mean, that's, that is, I guess, possible. Um, if you're going to pick them, why not pick ones you hate? Uh, but that's about it. This is obviously Islamic extremism now. And, you know, based on every report from multiple sources, multiple media confirmations on it, uh, it is what uh, they are who they we thought they were, to quote Dennis Green. Uh, playoffs? <laughs> no, it's, yeah. Always in the same montage, yes. <laughs> That's true. It's that one and it's Herm Edwards. When you say that, I immediately go playoffs. Playoffs. If you said playoffs, I'd immediately go to the other one. They yeah. are who we think they were, yeah. whatever he said. Yeah, they are what they thought they were. Uh, Triple eight seven two seven back That's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, the racism coming out of your mouth. Uh, calling it Pat, I just listed a lot of evidence. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> okay, Mr. Brinker. You believe what you're hearing over here, uh, Jeffy? Holy cow, this guy won't stop with the anti-Muslim rhetoric. It's embarrassing. You know what he is? He's a xenophobe. He's an Islamophobe. He's a homophobe. He's a phobophobe. He's actually so afraid, he's afraid of fear. It's weird. I, I, I don't know how that happened. A fearophobe? You're a fearophobe. Mm. Mm -hmm. A phobophobe. Which is a, a person who's afraid of fear. Of <laughs> a specific thing. Yes. Then that's a real fear. thing. Mm -hmm. it's yes. a real, is it a real thing? I, yeah. To mm -hmm. you? Yeah, well, yes, it is. 
Um, uh, did we do these yesterday, some of these? Um, the price, uh, the outrageous <laughs> gifts for Nunny is no object. We did, but we didn't get through to the really good ones. Okay, let's do it. The show ended before we got to, uh, I think we ended at the uh, kitchen with the solid silver pan. Yes. But that was only, you know, $5,365. That's no big yeah. deal, right? Most of us can swing that easily. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, here's a ridiculously high-end TV for the movie buff in your life. But, okay, and there it is. But it's only 55 inches. What? See, I'm, I'm really, I've got a thing for an 80-inch TV right now. That's my thing to my wife that I always tell her, I'm getting an 80-inch t- television set, and we're putting it on our bedroom wall. And I, I have not done it yet because she thinks that's ridiculous. She won't think it's ridiculous once it's there. Thank you. That's I what say, I keep telling her. That is fully true. I bought a the first big TV I, I got us was a house uh, the last house we lived in or two two houses ago. Now we move every about two months, um, and uh, it was uh, pretty. It was a sixty three inch screen. Okay, that's big. It's big, but it's not that's like big. the biggest one they offer. No, the right. biggest one. It. The biggest one I see that's no, you know fairly normal is the eighty. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, not about yeah, usually the sharp. Uh, yeah. Um, is is a nice one of the eighty. But uh, the one I bought was a sixty-three inch, and it was um, the the display model at uh, Costco. Oh or, my god! I can't remember which one it was. The Walmart or Costco? You lowered and yourself. It, it to, was to the display. The model. best deal. I, well, I, it was the best deal ever. I, it's, I still have it. Before? It's it's great. What's that? A display model? Did you get a really good deal on that? I did. Get I a always really look at those really? racks. I don't remember. Costco and Sam's Club always have those rack off to the side with the display models. They do. Oh, I take one of those. Yeah. This display model, by the way, didn't even have a box, so I had to lug it into a truck I rented and bring it back. And it was—I was just hoping it wouldn't nice. start raining. That's yeah. how bad it was. Right. I was not prepared for this particular purchase, but I had to splurge. <laughs> you can, I had to splurge on it, so I couldn't. Yeah, when you see I, those, you got to get it. If I waited, I was like, "Well, I need to set up this purchase appropriately." Well, I wouldn't <laughs> have bought it, so I had to just get it, just throw it in a truck. And your wife uh, was initially resistant. But when we put it up and uh, in the in the room. Her first reaction was like, oh, my God, that is ridiculous. <laughs> it is so big. One day later, she was in love with it. One day later, she's like, oh, I actually, bet. this is not bad at all. It's nice. It looks big compared to what you used to have. But yeah. a, a, ba- a bigger TV is never a bad choice. No, it is that's never right. a bad that's choice. Right. That's, a, that's a rule of thumb. That's a modern-day rule of thumb right there. I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this one's 55 inches. It's Beovision Avant TV from Bang & Olufsen. Uh, it, it'll, uh, you know, it, it'll cost you a little bit, but it, it's with the 4K HD picture, which is supposed to be phenomenal. Combines local dimming across uh, more than 8 million pixels. Hopefully this means something to you because 8 million is, I think they're usually, what, 2 or 3 or 2 million? So normally like they're 2 and now they're 8 million. So this is like 4 times what it normally oh, is? Oh, It's $12,300. That's it. That's it. That's all. Now, you could also buy uh, an Aston Martin Vulcan. Oh, yeah. Uh, which would be nice. Now, this is a little pricier than the television set. <laughs> <laughs> There's only been 24 of them made. They're $2.3 million, and there's one of them now. Wow, that looks good. That's nice. I don't, I don't think I would buy a car in that color. Is that green? No. Yeah, mm. sort of a, yeah. That, it's kind of like the uh, Bugatti uh, Veyron that yeah. we were just yeah. talking about that was $2.5 half million. Goes, yeah. goes 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds. Look at that. Wow, that's yeah. nice. I'm not sure if they have a special fat guy seating in those cars, though. Uh, no, I don't think they do, Joey. I don't think they do. <laughs> so... But uh, okay. all right. some cool choices if money is no object.
888-727-BANDITS. Pat and Stu. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because in poll after poll now, so I'm starting to, you know, I'm starting to really take heart in these polls because it seems to be a trend. Ted Cruz is rising. Uh, I'd say Marco <clears throat> Rubio is also rising. Rubio is also rising. Uh, Trump, Trump is, is holding kind of holding, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate to mm -hmm. me. Uh, but Ben Carson is sort of slipping. Yeah, he's not having Slipping a good moment there. as we speak. He's apparently talking to a uh, the Republican Jewish coalition. Yeah. Um, and uh, first of all, there was some controversy. I guess Trump was uh, making <coughs> money-related comments to the Jews in the crowd, which oh, was apparently. Gosh. But again, what's the? You can't Were they hurt. laughing or? I don't think so. It does not seem like they took it well. Uh, uh, they, he was apparently being booed uh, during the speech. Wow, we got to have uh, audio on yeah. that. The other one, though, is Ben Carson making a speech in which he's apparently, I have not heard this for myself, but it's being reported from a lot of reporters that are there. He is uh, repeatedly mispronouncing Hamas. As uh, at, what, do you know? I don't know. Hamas? Uh, Hamas? Apparently several different ways. And Ari Fleischer, who, Hamas? again, is a guy, you know, he's obviously... Um, uh, you know, a well-known Republican. He's, I mm -hmm. guess, on the board of the uh, of the coalition. Also, um, uh, a uh, you know, some people would certainly criticize him as being establishment. I think that I don't think that's necessarily unfair. I like him. But, though. Yeah, I, I like, like Ari Fleischer. He was a, he was a really good White House spokesman. Yeah, and he was and he you know, he's um, he came good, he came with to uh, the studio when I was in Houston and interviewed him. I think he had a book out or something. Really good guy. Yeah, I, I, really I, good guy. I, Generally, I generally tend, but this he's is nothing. probably not as conservative just, as we are. He's just, but he's a good guy, right? He's saying that he um, said he's mispronouncing Ben Carson, mispronouncing Hamas, and doesn't seem really familiar with the group. But he's working on a, off of a. He started, started the tweet with poor Ben Carson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, he, he didn't even. It's not like he's bashing the guy. And here's the thing: what was the choice? What's the quote there? This is what we've been saying all along. Ben Carson is a good man. He's a religious man. He's a man of, I think, high moral principles and values. He loves America. He's pretty conservative. He's just not in touch with the issues. Someone should have he told doesn't him know how them. to pronounce Hamas. He sounds like he's not familiar with the <clears throat> group. Well, come on. If you don't know how to pronounce Hamas, what? And my 15-year-old, my, my, I'll, bet, I'll bet my 6-year-old grandson knows how to pronounce yeah, Hamas. Ainsley knows it. Ainsley, is, Ainsley uh, does. She's two and a half. She's two and a half. Okay, uh, but she's very well versed on the conflict. <laughs> uh, one of her first, one of the first things she said. She has was, hard time, a hard time with Hezbollah, if I'm not mistaken. She does. She well, she goes Hezbollah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. mean, I think both of yeah. those are acceptable. Acceptable, but um, well, I think one's preferred. She did. Uh, although one of the first things she ever said was to uh, recognize uh, the Jewish state, which I thought was important. Yeah, that is. Yeah, right. She went right out of that. Like, it was like she knows mommy, issues, daddy, mm -hmm. and Israel uh, should remain the Jewish state. Those are the first three things she said. <laughs> Ari's tweet before your, uh, you're not going to support me because you don't want your money. What the hell does that mean? Oh, that was Trump. the Donald Trump. What was the quote again? Uh, Trump to the Republican Jewish coalition. You're not going to, to support me because I don't want your money. What the hell does that mean? This yeah. is his tweet. I mean, now. you know, you know, I don't like Donald Trump. I mean, I'm pretty Why? clear on this. I, it might be a little sensitive yeah. I, if that's the only thing. I mean, he says that to a lot of people. Basically, when people don't like him, he says, "Well, you don't like me, and I'm not going because like you can't buy me." And right. that, that doesn't necessarily mean he's a targeting Jews. You can't say Jews. that to a Jewish group. Though. No, you, yes, you got to be. You can't. You got to yeah. use your noodle a little bit better than that. The tweet before that, after 33 years in politics, listening to Donald Trump's speech is a first. He just compared himself to Elton John.
this race is surreal. <laughs> it, it is that. I will say, too, the other main controversy while we were gone on Donald Trump, I meant to address this and we haven't uh, been able to get to it, but since we're in Trump, Trump land, was that he was going to round up all Muslims um, or he wanted a Muslim database, a database for all Muslims. Yeah. I got to say, I think he got screwed on that one. Um, now, I, you listen to the interview. He didn't bring it up. He was asked a question, do you want a Muslim? I wish we could, I don't have the quotes. I should have uh, prepared myself with the quotes. Do you want a Muslim, a database for all Muslims? And the quote was reported as he responded to that saying, uh, well, we absolutely have to implement that. I was like, that's unbelievable that a Republican. You actually see the context. He's talking about other things and then oh. gets re-questioned about it and circles back. So it's like. Uh, do you want a Muslim database? And he says, look, we need to do all sorts of things. We need to do things like uh, enforce our borders, and we need, to, we need to do all sorts of stuff. Well, would you implement that? Yeah, I, we, of course we'd implement that. He's talking about what he brought up. He doesn't actually respond uh, to that. And, and, and again, like, you know how I feel about Donald Trump. He sucks and would mm -hmm. kill the country if he's elected. Even as the nominee, I think it's a complete disaster. But in this particular case, I actually think he got a little bit of a raw deal. No, you might be right. You might be right, but what I what I noticed uh, out the corner of my eye <clears throat> oh my is gosh, that food has arrived. Oh, he yeah. did get screwed yeah. too. While, and, uh, while they're delivering the food, thank yes. you. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So there's food for some reason, and uh, we're going. Uh, there was there was lunch happening. Yeah. <laughs> Here's our waiters and waitresses. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Now uh, there's a napkin good. for you. There's a napkin you. for you. All Hang right. on, Jeffy. Mm -hmm. I got you covered too. All right. Thank we you. Nice. Napkins for you. And we've got a bib as well. Oh, I need that. So there you go. I That's need that more after next week. This is sort of like okay. a spoon segment, except there's a, there's a kind of minor modification to it, mm -hmm. which is um, we were just hungry. I would like mine mixed mm -hmm. differently, but okay. It's, it's lunch, and lunch was happening in the building. Right, and this is, by the way, on the border, um, who has a delicious... Uh, really good. It actually is good Mexican food. I like yeah. it. Um, they have really big chips. The chips look like plates. Yeah. Either you can pick one up and it like block your whole. Funny, face I don't see any here. I don't see chips or queso here. Hmm. Huh. Uh, when I think you specifically said queso. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, now they uh, might say, well, they didn't bring queso for this particular luncheon. Uh, well, my response it, is that, that, so. It's not that far. Mm -hmm. I mean, Go get on, it. On the border is is is, is close. I mean, it's right. in town. Um, so. <laughs> While you're eating that, though, Trump did get kind of screwed on that because he was. You have a um, we're going to have to do certain things that were frankly unthinkable a year ago. Trump said. The Yahoo reporter then asked Trump, do you think we might need to register Muslims in some type of database okay. or note their religion on their ID? Trump. He doesn't agree. We're going to have to look at a lot of things very closely. Just stop for a second. That's a generic, yep. I'm not agreeing with you, but I'm not trying to be disagreeable type of generic political response. Yeah, the thing is. that Trump has supposedly <clears throat> never does. But I mean, he's just going, yeah, look, we got to do a lot of things. Yeah. He's not actually saying yes to it. Keep going. We're going to have to look at the mosques. We're going to have to look okay. very, very reasonable. carefully. Yeah, that's reasonable. Okay. Very, very carefully. Then because what? you have some mosques that are radicalized. Look, in Egypt. That's it. Egypt is a Muslim country. And Egypt closed one quarter of all mosques in the country. Did they really? Yeah. We can't do that here? I mean, if Egypt thinks that too many of them are radicalized. It was something like 650 mosques the president just shut down. Because they were radicalized. But in you, the United States of America, we can't say, well, okay, maybe we should at least make sure that, that they're not preaching terrorism at these places. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Now, Do you have the rest so of the So he didn't the rest say was anything? The next day. 
I thought. That, I didn't no, see any more of this followed, interview. Yeah, this guy mm. followed because at that point he mm. um, he says, "Would you?" After the place you just read, he says something like, "Well, would you implement it?" Now remember, Trump has just mentioned we got to look at the mosques, we got to be careful, right. we got to look at these groups, we have to do things that were unimaginable years ago. Um, but he's not specifically talking about the Muslim database at that point. Then he says, "Would you implement it?" And Trump responds, "Yes." Well, he was just talking about his ideas. All this stuff. Yeah. So I honestly right. thought he didn't necessarily. Now the next day, mm. he's he, you know, which is typical with Trump. Sometimes yeah. you give him a break, and then the next day he doubles down anyway because he's incapable of admitting right. when he words something incorrectly. Yes. But I, I, I didn't think that's what he was actually doing there. I would not be surprised if he supported that policy, but I didn't think he actually did it in that interview. No, and that happens to him from time to time. It does. Uh, he gets a raw deal from not from us because we're always incredibly fair. I really do try to be. I, I mean, we do. I mean, I'm not saying. Look, I honestly be. think people he would think be we're terrible. not. Personally, yeah. it's agonizing that we are. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of times we say nobody else will ever do that. They don't do it to us. Right. Ever. Ever. And neither is Trump. They don't I mean, do it to Cruz. Trump they don't just do it, bashes unequivocally. Yes. Triple eight seven two seven back. Oh, but he now has a lead of twenty seven percent, according to the new Quinnipiac poll. This is a national poll. Um, so it's a 10-point lead over Marco Rubio, who's in second right now at 17. Now in third, Ted Cruz tied with Ben Carson at 16%. That is pretty awesome. I mean, I, you know, who knows? I think the Ben Carson thing is, uh, is, uh, he's is probably on its uh, downslide. Yeah, now he's, that, he's dropping in polls, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, you can have ups and downs in polls. People have done it before. Trump has dropped and held his, uh, he dropped from his heights, but he's held that 20 to 20, between 22 and 26 percent, maybe 27 percent. He's been in that area for a while. Um, you know, uh, certainly others have, uh, you know, McCain was higher in the polls, dropped to nothing and came back. Yeah. Um, Jeb Bush is trying to replicate that same process. I, it does feel like it's this one's slipping away from Carson right now. Here's something. And again, I like him, so I hate mm. to see it, but I mean, it does feel like it's slipping away a little bit. Here's something really smart that Cruz did. Uh, so they're talking to him about, you know, if he's elected, uh, what, what kinds of things would you do? He would absolutely appoint real estate mogul Donald Trump to build a wall on the southern border. That's great. They, so he takes the main issue that people like about Trump, and that's the, his policy on, on the border. I'll let him do it. And yeah, I'll have him do that. So you'll still get that if you elect me. I love that. <laughs> it's that's a funny great. tactic. It I is. would not actually do it that, is. nor would he, of course, accept no. it. Uh, but, uh, you know, Trump is like, <laughs> making, I'm making a billion dollars a year. I'm not going to go build your wall. Um, but, uh, is, you know, Trump wants Although to Although you number would one. think if it yes, was this important to him. Absolutely, you would. He would want to do that, right? You know, you would think. You would think. If, what was that part? If, if you thought it was that to important him. to him. That's an interesting <laughs> Yeah. Thing. I guess maybe my whole skepticism of him saying the exact opposite just a few years earlier has been seeping in a little bit. Um, also, his record of building properties in Mexico isn't exactly uh, glorifyingly positive. No. Uh, ask the people who put thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars down on condos that weren't built if, he, if, if he's good at building things in Mexico. It's not so great. <laughs> I mean, that happened in Florida, too. Oh, really? Did it? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, it's happened uh, around the world multiple times, even after he says, oh, I'm going to be uh, heavily involved and hand on, hands on on every aspect of this property to make it the most spectacular thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, they just licensed my name when it fails. They just licensed my name. Trump Tower in Tampa, right. which never was built, uh, I believe is just now starting to be under construction, and this was... Is this still called ago? the Trump uh, no, Tower? No, because no. they just licensed his name yeah. when uh, it wasn't selling. And uh, did nobody, he nobody, unlicense it? Yes. Okay.
That's uh, happened over and over again. All right. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I was, that was actually meant to be a Trump defense sta- right. statement. Right. It turned into something else. Because I think he's awful. But uh, it's good to see Cruz there. Um, you know, is l- l- look at this. Can you make a case for anyone outside of the top four right now to win this election? No, you can't. I, I, well, let me. Uh, Jeb Bush has a lot of money left. I don't think it's happening. No, the he's only, like five percent. Yeah. In this can you, poll, can you make a pay case for Chris Christie, supposedly rising mm, in uh, I don't buy it. in New Hampshire? Mm-hmm. Um, he got it. the big endorsement for what was it? The uh, some union, the, the Man- yeah Manchester Union. Uh, I guess it's the. I don't know. It's I a don't big think newspaper. that helps much in the uh, Republican Party. Let's see if I can find the result of this poll because they were only teasing it on radio. I haven't actually seen the final results. They just said he was rising. Um, I have not actually seen. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, here we go. Pollsters. Let's see. This might might be in here. As we're talking about it, here we go. Yes, I have a link to it. Opening link now. This is. Uh, if only we uh, had high speed internet. I know. Uh, oh man. This has. Uh, <laughs> no, this is not. Oh, that's national. If only we had high speed right? internet. Stop with the dial-up. Oh man. Well, it's 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 fifty six hundred baud though. Stu can't. Surf the internet like he likes. Like he likes. Like, like a mother would want him to. Shockingly, a broken link. The one time I click on. Of course. Um, it looks like... Um, it's going to have to give me a little Why time. Don't we, we'll, we'll find Apologies. that. Apologies. And uh, we'll come back here in a second. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. More patents too is uh, coming up. All right. Uh, before I go click on more poll links that will be broken, let's talk to you about man crates. The holidays are here. Uh, you can tell because we're putting on our holiday physiques. It's one of the big things that we do here in the program. We get fatter. Oh, nice to see you. Thank you. Uh, this is a man crate. This is what you get in the mail when you order a man crate nice. for somebody in your life. Jeffy, um, this would be the one. If I had to order one, I would order for Jeffy. Now, you might think, what is it? Just a bunch of cheese sauce inside? No. <laughs> Although, uh, I would open that. Yeah, he would. I just want to say I'm not opposed <laughs> to that. seeping out the side of the man crate. So you get the man crate like this. It comes with a little crowbar. It takes a while to, now this one's been opened because it takes a while for you to actually open these things. Yes, but it's, it's, it's actually part of the fun to do it. Uh, you open it up, it comes in here. This one you is know, the zombie so nice. survival Look kit. Now, if you've you got a person who loves zombies in your life, why not get them? The, you know, because you it's, they're so big. Uh, Walking Dead is the biggest show on television. You've got an axe in here to chop them up. You've got the zombie survival kit. But look at some, I mean, it, it's cool. It's themed stuff for somebody. So if you, they just like uh, a particular thing, whether it's golf or, uh, you know, beef jerky or whatever they like, they have one for you. And they have cool, like, kind of, like, kitschy stuff in there. Like, there's a can of Spam in the zombie survival kit. But look at this thing. This is the right? uh, the come outdoor machete that comes with it. Just this item itself. I can't even imagine how much this would cost. These are high-quality items. There's a bunch of them in here. And Man Crates does this. Really cool thing. Is that what you're saying? No, what I said, if I was going to send you one, I would send it to you. I am not going to send you one. Because you can. You just send that to me, no problem. You're not going to get this. You're not going to touch this. But you can if you go to mancrates.com. Forget the ugly sweaters and the ties and the the whole cologne thing. Give your dad, your your husband, your brother a man crate. So easy. And they have a ton of options to choose from. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Go to uh, mancrates.com slash blaze right now. 10% off your order if you go there. It's mancrates.com slash blaze. Go there now.
888-727-BECK and it's Pat and Stu. And Stu just found more information on how well Ted Cruz is doing, and the answer is really well. And uh, also ate about half the taco. Just wanted to let you know. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's, I, I guess that's the, the spin you'd like to put on it which is Ted Cruz is doing well. Uh, the real story is Donald Trump continues to lead in New Hampshire. Uh, actually, and he's got a wide margin because his main competitor is, as we kind of just said, cratering. Is that the right yeah. word to use? Uh, Donald Trump, 27%. Second place now, Ted Cruz. Wow, now, in New Hampshire. Now, you might expect that in that's Iowa. Great. In New Hampshire, that's big news. That is great. Now, he's f considerably behind. He's at 13%. So it's 27 for Trump. Still. 13 for Cruz in second place. Third place, Marco Rubio at 11%. Fourth place, Chris Christie at 10%. So he, um, has, he has risen. He has risen considerably. Uh, ben Carson <laughs> is at 9%. Uh, John Kasich still holding on at 8%. Um, Jeb Bush is mm. only at 5 Now, Jeb, this is the state Jeb Bush needs to win. Mm -hmm. He's got all he's this money. He's to. at five percent. How's that not possible? Going to. No. Um, and then uh, down the line, um, one percent for Huckabee, one percent Pataki, one percent Santorum, four percent Rand Paul. I think I covered everybody. Oh, Fiorina is at six percent. Think of this. Oh, Jim Gilchrist more zero. Let's let's say uh, Cruz wins Iowa and finishes second in New Hampshire. That is a great start. Got to be great because he That's will be a great start. First of all, he'll be the most conservative person entering South Carolina without a yep. doubt. Then he's got the uh, Southeastern primary and Nevada, where he's put a lot of time and money into us. The other candidates haven't really. Yep. He's very well positioned. He does need to win one of those first two states. He is really well positioned. Very well positioned. You know, right we now. joked about it earlier, about Jeb Bush uh, being really, really desperate um, by saying, uh, hey, look at me. Sure, I'm not opposed to putting a woman on the ticket as yeah. vice president. Yeah. But that's true. It is true. Man, he is he's, deep it's in It's total desperation yeah. for Jeb Bush at this point. Because he thought he was going to waltz in and just get he the sure nomination. Did. He thought, ah, okay, come on, I'm, I'm the brother and son of former presidents. I know I, I've got the Bush stigma, but I'm fine. No, I really Bush stigma. It's actually going to help. I think that's it. I, I think Jeffy I think so. he's is right on it. I think the the, the reason because he's no worse, certainly than no. John Kasich. No, he's no gosh. worse than uh, Chris Christie. Um, you know, against him against Marco Rubio as an establishment candidate, I think he gets torched there. Um, but he's no worse than Mike Huckabee. I mean, he's as odd as it sounds to say, and we've been bashing Jeb Bush for a long time. I would not vote for him. I don't want him as president. But he is probably middle of the pack of this field. If it was him and Hillary, do you vote for Jeb? No, I mean I would not. Seriously? Yeah. Oh no. I really? No. Come on now. Nope. I mean I voted for him before. You said governor. this before though. You've, you've been consistent yeah. on that. Now this Pat Jeb was the actual example we used of the person we would yeah, not vote for if it came down to it. And you've changed. I mean you've. <laughs> Outwardly change that policy, which yeah. I think is fine. I, yeah, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I think know. you're it in the position. Really nervous. I can't, I can't tolerate another four years. Oh, I can't either. I, I don't. I can't do it. I, mean, I can't do it. And so, multiple if it's layers Jeb Bush to this question. Or Hillary, or you know, I vote for third party for, because of my conscience. Yeah, that's I, probably what I would I, do. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand I, that. And I can't I, come to that. I though. respect your honesty on that, by the way, because I think mm. most of the people in the audience a year ago would have agreed with us and said, I won't vote for Jeb. And then when it comes down to it, most of the people in the audience will say, jeez, but it's... Right, it's him or Hillary. It's him or Hillary. Now, there's a lot of layers to that question. First of all, I've always seen, and this is my entire life, has, I've always seen my vote as something very individual, very personal, in that, like, I don't try to win elections with my vote. My vote is what I think, period. Because no election you've ever voted on in your entire life has come down to your vote. 
uh, you need to be able to feel, you know, like I could say a couple times I've been won over to this viewpoint is when I voted for John McCain. I, did, I, I told myself I would never vote for John McCain. But then Sarah Palin, and I was like, ah, I like Sarah Palin. So. Yeah, Palin's the one that won me over. Right. On that one too. And, and that was, again, the same thing. Um, uh, another one was Arlen Specter. Um, he. Uh, Arlen Specter. Stu, I didn't leave the Republican Party. The, the Republican Party left me. In, <laughs> in his last election uh, in Pennsylvania. Oh. I'm not done yet. I'm sorry. Okay, so he in his last election... I'm still in, not that. <laughs> you can't rush a dead guy. <laughs> he's actually only mostly dead, which means he's partially alive. Um, so uh, in it... <laughs> I didn't leave this life. This life left me. <laughs> that was actually true. So I hate to interrupt Arlen, if I may. Uh, his last election was the one where he switched parties and, and all that crap. Pat Toomey wound up being elected. But the election before that, he was the Republican nominee, and he was going up. There was a Constitution Party option, and there was Pat Toomey, I think, was running against him in that primary. And I didn't vote in the primary, but when the election came up, it was it was Arlen Specter versus some crazy liberal. I don't remember what his name was. Um, and I should have voted Constitution Party or somebody else because I didn't like Arlen Specter. I didn't think he was good. But you went Arlen. Uh, but I went with it anyway, and I regretted it the entire time. Now, the election wouldn't have been won or, won or lost on my vote. It really is the case here in Texas because the Republicans going to win Texas no matter how Pat Gray votes. That's true. Um, now, you'll say, what if everybody makes that decision? And it's possible. Uh -huh. um, you know, obviously. Uh, although, if everyone made the decision and voted for the Libertarian, then the Libertarian would win. <laughs> you know, and then it would be a big deal. Even if only 10% of the people voted for the Libertarian, it would make a huge difference to having yeah. another option. And send a great message, I think, as well, to Republicans to say, hey, don't run people like Donald Trump. Don't run people like Jeb Bush. Don't run people like, uh, you know, John McCain. And that's really the issue. This is what it boils down to. We're in the primary season. This is yes. when we don't have to settle. This is where we make sure we don't get to that horrific place yep. where you've got either Jeb Bush or Hillary Clinton. This is the time to say, no, we're going to choose the better one this time. We're going to go with our best candidate. And that's obviously to any conservative. It's Ted Cruz. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, there can it's be some pretty obvious. To me, I like Ted Cruz the best. But if you were to come to me and say, look, I disagree. It's Marco Rubio. He's well, a better that, communicator. Yeah, okay. And okay, okay. Okay. I can uh, go with Rubio. You know what? Rick Santorum, I know he might not win, but okay. I like him a lot. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Carly Fiorina. You know what? We got to stop the we got to stop the Hillary Clinton identity politics thing. Now she you're running into problems because she could smoke Hillary Clinton though. She can win yeah. and she's pretty conservative, although maybe not as conservative as Ted Cruz. All right, Ben Carson. He's really nice, and, and he's, he's soft-spoken, and I like his, his demeanor. Okay, you know, I, I don't know, but okay, I can deal. I can't understand the Donald Trump one at all. I, at I, all. There's no argument no. for Donald Trump, no. and and the things you know, not in the Republican Party. No, and you know, Jeb Bush, all these other people. I just, it's too far. I'm not going for it. Now, Trump is not even. There's not even a thought for a moment that I would ever cast a Chris vote for Christie, Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton. I mean, I would not vote for Chris Christie. I would go third party. However, Chris Christie, Chris Christie, Donald Trump. I mean, I'm all over Chris Christie. Jeb Bush, Donald Trump. I'm all over Jeb Bush. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, if gun to my head, any candidate but Donald Trump in the entire field for the Republicans, I'm uh, more happy with them uh, than Donald Trump because he's not. A, first of all, he's not a Republican. Yeah, he's in the Republican primary. He's not a Republican. He's not a conservative. Yeah, I know. 
You know, I so, know. I mean, I'd rather have anybody. But, again, the, the thing is, we, we come up with these gun-to-the-head situations. They don't exist. You can actually vote yeah, for whoever you Yeah, we're not there. And we're not there we now. We're not there and won't be for a long time. So, I... I it, that's why it drives me out of my mind when I hear, oh, yeah, you know what, Pat, I do like Ted Cruz, but there's no but here. There's no but. If you like him, if you think he's the best candidate, is stick with him. The Vote for him now. There is an argument against that, Pat. That argument is the guy's in 12th place at 5%. Uh, he's no viability. Yeah, except he's number two right now. That argument has expired. Yeah, us. it's over, it's man. It's over. It is now over. There, there is, is absolutely no, no reason to, all, to give me the I like him, but... There's the, no reason. The only thing left, and I'll give you this, the only thing left is he can't beat Hillary because he's too divisive. It's the only thing left. That's now, bull crap. His polling isn't as good as Marco Rubio's versus Hillary. Much better than Trump's. Um, much better than some of the candidates. Yeah. But it's not as but, good as a guy like Rubio who polls in, really well. In the last Carson poll. polls pretty well, too. In the last poll, pitted against uh, Hillary. He beats her, 46-43. Yep. This particular poll, he lost by three points or something. So it's swinging back and forth. But he but, can beat Hillary, yeah. and, and polls also, have proven yeah, it yeah. already. That's also will, yep. uh, you know, with, with Marco and Donald. It's the same the thing with all of them. The it race. goes back yeah, and once forth you have, and once, back once and forth. Yep. Once it's one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. And I'll say this, then too. it's a different deal. The yeah. perception of Ted Cruz is much worse than the reality of Ted Cruz. People who are outside the party and look at Ted Cruz hear about him shutting down the government. He's divisive. Right. He's saying all these crazy yeah. things. When you see him on television, he's not saying those crazy things. He's not. He's saying he doesn't. He says things that are very, very well uh, crafted. Yeah. He he is a very good um, arguer in a, in a debate. His speeches are good. He is very smart. He's not the guy that stumbles and looks uneasy. He's, he knows where he's going, mm -hmm. and he is very good in those circumstances. I think when he gets in front of America, he'll do very well. And guess what? He didn't shut down the government. Yes. Why? Well, it's he a lie. can't yeah, it's a lie. shut down the government. Ted Cruz, as a senator, can't shut down the government. Uh, but, I mean, not, how, how not only am that? I 100% sure that people on social media don't know that fact. House I don't even think the media knows it. The media acts as if he do. shut down the government yeah. because yeah. he was what tight with people who did. And again, even then, it's not a legitimate. It's not even a legitimate point to no. say Republicans were shutting down the government. You know, I love that the Planned Parenthood was a great example of that. You've got a, a budget of over a trillion dollars where people are sitting here just dissecting every little bit of it. Republicans come up with a plan <laughs> to not cut any money at all. But to redirect $500 million that goes to Planned Parenthood to other women's health organizations. Mm -hmm. They weren't cutting women's health spending. They weren't cutting spending. All they were re redirecting it from Planned Parenthood to other women's health organizations. That plan, uh, would be, if it was passed by the House and the Senate, would have to be vetoed by the president. Over $500 million over a giant budget that still existed just went to other places. And that was the Republicans shutting down the government. Crazy. I mean, that's uh, that's insanity. He's not. vetoing the bill. It's a madhouse. And it, but part of the problem is the Republican Party. I mean, they, they do don't so. ever explain things. They can't talk about this stuff. They don't know how to defend themselves. I don't know why they can't say. Did you ever hear any of them say, "Look, we're not cutting spending to women's health. We've just redirected it to other women's health, hmm. not Planned Parenthood. We're just trying to stop federally funded abortions." I don't I mean, even know. They, I don't know that they ever did that. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you know, I don't even a hundred percent know that it would have stopped the money going to places that provided abortions. It was just this just brand. Others. It's like we're yeah. taking money from McDonald's right. and we're giving it to Burger King because McDonald's is under investigation right now. Yeah. That's, that was it.
and they couldn't even get that point across. Although you did have a uh, you had a positive uh, moment, a little a little bromance for for a half a second with Paul Ryan yesterday. I did. I thought that was pretty interesting. I did. Yeah, remember we were talking. You're like, you know what? Maybe, oh, maybe yeah, Paul Ryan would. Actually, yeah. did. Maybe Boehner was the problem here because they yeah, passed. Yeah, right. What, what was it they passed? They uh, uh, they passed something and sent it to uh, Obama to be vetoed, and he promised he would, and they passed it anyway. Yeah. Now, all during the Boehner time, he would he would cave to every threatened veto, yeah. and so they never. Well, got we're the not going to get it anyway. Uh, so we're not going to get it, so we're not going to do it. Well, Ryan has been doing it. And at, least, and so at far. least so far, he's been doing that. And I thought, well, okay, maybe he is different. There was a nice, it was a nice moment. Yeah, it was a nice moment. It was like right? a, it wasn't a kiss. No, but it, it was wasn't a, a slap on the back, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little, little pull Maybe a little, like a slap on the back and a little pull in for a little hug. But not, you didn't hug him. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a slap and a little pull in. Yeah, okay. I can go with That's that. That's kind of nice. I thought it was nice. nice. It's a nice. nice moment. More Pat and Stewart coming up. More nice moments. Did you ever have a moment with someone, like, say, in a parade? Okay. Where you're seeing them in the parade and you think, oh, you catch eye contact mm -hmm. with the parade. Mm -hmm. No, I've never had that in a parade. No, what kind of weird thing are you It's really bizarre. What kind of parades are you going to? Does this happen in San Francisco? Or? Mm -hmm. Back. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Hey, this is good news. Obama's Organizing for Action group. I love them. I can't get enough of them. Oh, I'm huge on those guys. Um, they're telling people to call out the climate change deniers. This is great. Uh, it's, it's always been clear to Obama that his only real enemies, it's not, it's not Al-Qaeda. It's not ISIS or ISIL or whatever you want to call them. Daesh. It's, his, it's the GOP. It's oh, his political enemies here in America. And uh, they set out an organizing for action uh, thing. It says 97% of climate scientists agree that climate change is real and man-made and affecting communities in every part of the country. Now, let's say that's true. It's not. So what? <laughs> so? I don't care if 100% agree. I still have the freedom not to, ch to choose to believe that. If I don't want to, if I, if I see that the weather is pretty much in the same cycle as it's ever been during my lifetime, I'm going to continue to believe that you're full of crap. Right. And even if you, you know, because they'll say, well, you're not looking at the science and you're just going by emotion or whatever. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is you obviously have the right to make up your own mind, first right. of all. But right. secondly, you also have the right to prioritize things. So that you might say that uh, maybe spending uh, all this money that we could be that we're going to drain out of the economy is worse than the threat of climate change. Yes. Uh, in addition to that, you are able to look at uh, uh, the responses to how to fight, even if you buy climate change, which a lot of people do. I mean, you, you, you look at it, Bjorn Lomborg is a good example of that. He's over in Paris right now. And he's come up with a priority list of what would be the best way to spend the money that we would spend on climate. Um, and even when he talks to, not, it's not just his list, it's Nobel-winning economists that come together in, in a big group and say, how would we spend this money if we could? And without fail, they find uh, climate change ends at the, at the very bottom of the list. This is not by questioning the science and saying, it's bullcrap, let's put it at the bottom of the list. This yeah. is, we believe it, uh, we are going along with it, but 
We could spend our money curing, uh, helping people avoid malaria. We could help uh, global AIDS uh, education. You could help. I mean, there's a million different things in there. Feeding people, clean water, things like that that are actually affecting people right now that you could solve easily with with a, with uh, devices that are already exist. Uh, th- the most basic of which is a freaking mosquito net that you put around your bed at night when you're in Africa and you have a situation where malaria is a risk. Uh, just a mosquito n- uh, net will uh, will kill uh, the rate of malaria and drive it way, way, way down. Basic things that cost nothing in comparison to try mm-hmm. to uh, rework a global climate. Um, but you're not allowed to. Uh, that's the thing about this. I and mean, this is what we're talking about in Wonderful World of Stew. I've, I, we talked about it uh, the other day as well. But it's like we don't have the clip, have the clip no, that it's airing on Friday. Yeah, let's go to the clip. No, I, I wanted to no, see this yesterday. See it. I'd like to see we it. could do it go for ahead. you on Monday. Um, that would be a, a time where we could air the clip. But the point here is, you know, figuring out. They try to lump everybody in. If you believe that there's any possibility that man has any effect on climate, you are with us. But when you really look at what their views are, most scientists are not with them. They're not yeah. even close. They don't believe there's a 20-foot sea level rise coming in any second. That's an Al Gore thing. And I don't want to wait till tomorrow night. Come on, let's play the clip. Yeah, let's go ahead. It's I don't Friday, want to wait until Friday night at 8 Roll p.m. It. Roll it. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> the other thing is, you can't prove this. There's, there's no way you can prove what they're saying. I don't care if 100% of climate <laughs> scientists right. say this is absolutely happening and catastrophic and it's coming and you need to listen to us. Well, prove it to me. You can't freaking prove this. No. It's not like you can take two compounds, put them together, and show the reaction. It's not like you can say, okay, two plus these two equals four things right here. I can prove all those things. I can prove that if I throw an apple up, it's going to fall to the ground. You can't prove that we're going to rise in temperature by four degrees in 100 years. Because you can't you experiment can't. with it. You, you can't, can't prove experiment. that the weather tomorrow is going to be sunny until it actually is, and then you say, see, we're right. Right. And so often they're not. Right, and, and, and that's a good example because, I mean, while it's difficult to predict the weather, the way they're doing that are, um, you know, long-term uh, success rates over analyzing what which atom goes in which place that creates what weather pattern. And actually, and, the weather forecasts that we see every night are the short-term patterns, yeah. where they can actually see the weather coming this way. Now, it may veer off, but you can actually see, yeah. look, it looks like it's coming here. Right. But now they're trying to predict something 100 years from now. The great thing is, with those models, is they can test them every day. Every yeah. day they can look at the information they have, predict what's coming tomorrow, and increase, and they have been, by the way, weathermen, uh, slowly increasing their accuracy over a mm-hmm. long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, the climate, there, the, there is no way to test it. You can look at it and you make projections for the future, a thousand years in the future, a hundred years in the future, and in a hundred years we'll know if you're right. What, the way they try to replicate that is building computer models to replicate the best way they understand the climate. And as we've seen over and over again, in the 90% of them, all predict more warming than has actually occurred. Yeah, exactly. So that's the so. issue here, is that they can't test yeah. their, their models because you only have one globe with one climate. So stick it up your rectal cavity. We don't have to believe it. I was, was going to go a little bit more scientific Were you? there. Were you really? That. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's going to go just a tad. Yeah. Uh, you know, to give you a good idea of even weathermen who are trying to predict today's weather... Uh, one of our favorite stories in, in my family is that uh, it was around it was around Christmas a few years ago. We were in we were still in Houston. One of my best friends is a meteorologist in Houston. They were over for dinner, and uh, my son, who was I don't know six or seven years old at the time, 
said, "Hey, uh, uh, Jim, is it gonna is it gonna uh, rain? Is it gonna rain today?" He's like, "Oh no, Daniel, it's uh, it's not gonna rain all week." In one hour, it was a torrential downpour, <laughs> and it lasted for the next two days. And he was there at the and house. He was there at the house. Telling us based on his forecast that he was giving to the city. No, Daniel, don't there run was, by. No, him no, and call don't him worry a liar. about it. You don't need to call him a liar, Daniel. It's okay. Go to your room and play. And so, so they don't. It's an I mean, inexact it's, science. It's an inexact science. And that's you not because they're idiots. It's because right? it's hard. It's hard. It's freaking hard to they're, predict. They're right how it's most going to of the time, but they're not always you right. Me, right. It's hard. And and the further out you hard get to trying to predict, it. that's why. You know, I, I have this weather thing, uh, this weather app on my on my iPad that predicts uh, the temperature for two weeks. And I'm always hoping for you know colder weather, or maybe it'll even snow in Dallas before Christmas. And I'm continually checking the two week forecast, and it's always wrong. The two week forecast changes about every day because they just don't know. So you're going to tell me that they can project that a hundred years? And the reason they don't no. know is because, and I know you know this, Jeffy, as a weatherman. Um, and as, as a meteorologist yourself, okay. the reason they don't know is the most minor change in just the positioning mm -hmm. of a few atoms and, or a, a, a one little tiny piece of temperature here, one little tiny piece of a degree uh, in the wrong place affects something else, which affects something else, which then doesn't throw. I mean, it's, it's just all that better. crap. When you, when you make a mistake early. It compounds the mistake over yeah, time, true, right? and that's the issue with climate. You make a mistake. If they don't understand it perfectly now, their 100-year projections are going to be off already the off. map, not even close. Oh, my gosh. And yes. we're already seeing it in 10 years, oh let alone 100. All right, so let's go back to where we began, and Sorry. that's this <laughs> organizing for action from Obama. This is his group. Uh, and he's talking about 97% of climate scientists agree that climate change is real, man-made, and affecting communities in every part of the country. Yet, too many of our elected officials deny the science of climate change. Mm. Along with their polluter allies, they're blocking progress in the fight against climate change. Find the deniers near you and call them out today. You're supposed to hunt wow. down <laughs> climate deniers and call them out? That's okay. Climate whatever deniers, you do, whatever you come do, out and play. When you see people of Middle Eastern descent doing something in their garage overnight, don't you report them. Don't you report them because mm -hmm. you might be called a racist. But search you out might, those climate deniers. Right. You yeah. find those people. It's unbelievable. It's agonizing. That's amazing. I mean, this is seriously... This is seriously Nazi-like. I'm just going to say it because it is. And I'm just not going to deny the truth. It is Nazi-like. That is wow. unbelievable rhetoric. Hateful. Find the deniers near you and call them out today. Did this not start that way in Germany? Of course it did. Find the Jews around you and call them out today? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, it's, it's a little, obviously, the end game is not necessarily going to be the same. But, uh, not this, uh, but, but there is a... You don't know. Again, when you make small errors at the very beginning of a rejection, it winds up being even wronger, <laughs> wrong right. later on. Um, uh, it's... Unbelievable, uh, man. It's, it's unbelievable. At the very best reading, uh, questionable... <laughs> you know, That's a very really best. good reading of that you I mean, gave them. You know, because I would say, wow. look, would I say if you know someone who uh, is wrong on taxes, mm -hmm. uh, call them out? You know, no. 
would I say hunt them down to do it or to no. find out no, who they wouldn't. are? But no. would I say if you see some idiot on Facebook posting something and you want to nail them on it, here's the information. I do it all the time. Sure. You know, so sure. it's not necessarily a terrible thing to, 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 to say stand up for what you believe put and have the information. Put together in this way. But put it together that way. It is frightening rhetoric. Especially an organization that's – it's Obama's. It's the president of the United States. They, especially it's not just an activist group. They include a list of so-called deniers that they want you to find and call out. They include a list. What is it, like scientists? or who, who I, I don't know who the people are. Can you names, give me some of the names. Uh, I don't think I have the list, oh, but okay. it just says there follows a list of so-called deniers. Unbelievable. Um, oh, yeah, it does have it. Yeah. Okay, Mitch McConnell is one, Marco Rubio, Paul Ryan. So this With a button politics. below each of us so that you, the Obama Ryan. bots can... can Hunt them down. Paul Ryan, what a Jeez, man. dramatically oh, yeah. Ooh, He's an extremist, isn't he? Did you see this book that's coming out about Ryan? Well, it's about the campaign. Um, McKay Coppins from, uh, he's been in a few different places. Yeah, I saw this story um, where he got Ryan really pissed. was pissed off about the 47% like, comment. I couldn't care less about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't it, care. I guess it wound up being a big deal. I don't know that. It, it, it seems to me it's one of those media sort of uh, narratives that, that exists after a campaign that we all think now because of that video he lost. I mean, he, he yeah. probably was going to lose anyway. Well, Paul, the reason that he was uh, upset, according to the story. Well, we was, should say what he was upset about. The 47 percent, the yeah. comment that, that Romney clock, made or that Romney made mm -hmm. at a donor at a party fundraiser. or whatever that somebody yeah. was you know, recording mm -hmm. and made him look like he was the most horrible thing in the world. And Paul Ryan was livid. Supposedly. According to the story, right? Because Paul, I guess, had been fighting for uh, a speech, for him to make a speech about that, about income and equality and, and coming together with the Romney campaign. Mm -hmm. And that just shot that right out the water. Because those 47% will never vote for us, no matter what we do. And his mm -hmm. speech would have sounded like it was a, a retort to this instead of... Come, come to us. It's, it's interesting because right. I, I, I think I'm going to have McKay Coppins on the show because next week uh, we're going to be doing some, uh, some, you know, some recorded interviews that I'm going to be doing. And I want to ask him about that because it's such an amazing – that was an amazing thing to watch from a talk radio perspective because the idea that 47% of Americans don't pay income tax is such a blatantly obvious thing to people <laughs> who listen to talk radio. It's true it's Fact. just an IRS table it's just, yeah. was where you find that Look number. at the census. Right. Now, he obviously sort of, he didn't exactly say it right in that, like, obviously a lot of people who are in that 47% do vote for for him and, and will. But he was saying a general thing of, we can't out-give away the Democrats. Yeah. Because they're always going to win that battle. Too bad he didn't say it like that. I, I wish he did. But, really you bad. know, it was just basically a misspeak. But again, he was at a private event. Right. You know, I mean, obviously, he didn't think he started. He's down forty-seven to zero. I mean, you know, it's just a bizarre. It was a bizarre moment because the rest of the world seemed shocked by it, and it's just right straight out of an IRS table. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just it, it's just true. That's, yeah. what, that's how you know a lot of people yeah. don't pay income taxes. All right, coming up, we'll finish up uh, in just a second. Triple eight seven two seven. But there's still more. There's still more patents stew to enjoy uh, coming up. Uh, list of uh, kids who got detention. 
for doing things uh, that are <coughs> maybe kind of funny. Let's look at the picture. Here's a detention report uh, that comes in and says uh, Anthony was disrupting class by standing and unbuttoning his shirt to reveal a Superman T-shirt and announcing he was Superman. You, know, you get detention for that. For that? That's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's BS. All right, what's yeah. next? <laughs> uh, stapling students' clothes together. Okay. okay. That's That's be detentionable. Detention right. worthy for Elijah. Uh, this one is uh, I am conversation with other male students about hide and go poop game, which is a poop <laughs> contest apparently. <laughs> uh, okay. Now the game itself might get you detention, but is an I am conversation about it give you? I don't know. Now see, this one's troubling to me. Uh, caught Lucas searching boobies <laughs> with other students <laughs> while looking at the photos. Oh man! Uh, yeah, oh, boy! How dare him? Oh my! Mm. Now see, that wouldn't trouble you, would you? No. W would it? Come on. Come on. Wouldn't Come it, on. Seriously? He's got 12 websites that have much on, hard, harder yeah, course, well, than that. I mean, okay. Come on. Uh, for, Dalton come on Duncan uh, says another student made the comment you need to uh, push, push it, it in, in further, further, and he Innocent added, comment. that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my. Come on, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's what funny. she Stop. said. Mm. That's uh, a little early to be starting that. Uh, broke into school and put a car in the hallway. How that? <laughs> wow. That's kind of funny. That's like a big uh, high school yeah. stunt. Right. Yeah, there, it's right? grade 12. Yeah. So. Drawing a chicken with male anatomical parts and displaying it in class. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and then we got uh, telling another student uh, he could find his pencil up his... <laughs> Well, okay. That seems a little aggressive. I'll give you that. Anymore? Yeah. Um, jamming pencil into electrical outlet. <laughs> That's just not smart. Because Jeffy would That's do it with metal. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Oh, there's one more. A uh, student asked to watch the Olympic ice hockey game. I said, no. He said, you're a communist. A communist. A communist. Well, she may have been a communist. She's a teacher. Right.